Hey guys, welcome back to the Alpharetta's podcast, official podcast of digital and creative media works, where each week we break down something from pop culture to see if we can better understand it. My name is David. Ah, uh, I'm Ben. Hi. We've just changed it. This is the new year. I've never heard that before. I, I fucked up that already because uh, I'm supposed to say, and this is joined as always by my co-host Ben, but I goofed it up. No, it's the, um, I'm going to actually introduce myself now. Yeah, instead of being like, this is Ben. And this is to, Ben. It's like, You get to hello. say your own name for the first time. I can say my own name. Wow, it's fantastic. Um, it's a new year. And <laughs> new what year, we've decided to do with the structure of the program, this radio imaginary show that you're hearing or watching, is that each month we're going to try and do a theme for that month. Um, there's 12 themes there's gonna be 12 themes because there's 12 months in a we year. know we know we've got this we, got we've got this month them. next month and the month after oh we're organized yeah, I've, yeah. i'm plenty on top okay. of it okay um and then at the start of each month if you're a patreon at patreon.com slash dc a poll will go do, up we're gonna do like a voting thing yeah you can add uh different shows that you'd like to or different things you'd like to see us talk about as okay. part of the theme for that month so you know cool. what's coming up so if you want to get the inside scoop go to be a patreon patreon Dot com dot com. slash dcm works so we've yep. also changed um some of the way that the reward structures work there so um there's nothing uh, there's nothing beneath three dollars so three dollars is is the minimum because we felt that anything beneath that felt like a donation I and mean, it's more of a subscription because you get some sweet juicy free content uh some exclusive content um yeah so that being said let's get into the bloody the new year of the show that's all our housekeeping out of the mm-hmm. way uh, and for our first month of January, we're doing fight scenes. Oh, boy. So we we thought, haven't done these before. I know. Well, we, we did a few of them. We've we done a few of them, yeah. Really fun. So yeah. I thought we'd, we'd dig back into it. Uh, and we wanted to start with the first fight scene from Logan. Guys, those are chrome-plated lugs. You're gonna strip plating flakes off. Yeah. You know this is the least. No one's gonna pay to ride. Also known as the first scene from Logan. Also the first scene, which is the opening scene. Incidentally. What a coincidence that it's, it's almost like they were trying al- to send a strong message. It's about almost the film like the making. first scene of this film sets up the rest of it. It's almost like it's a really good first so it's scene. Like they sat down and they went, "How do we do this in a way that's going to be?" It's effective? almost like they literally wrote it in the script. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about because one of the things that I was most fascinated by was when I went back and read the script after seeing the film. I was like, "Oh." It may, yeah, like the the script. You read the script and you're like, "Oh, okay, I get it." Yeah. <laughs> I, I I literally see what they were going for because it's yeah. written in the script, which is quite. <laughs> clever i think in a lot of ways but i guess the thing that i want to talk about initially is the whole film's point is that it like demythologizes the whole superhero myth where it's like yeah you know it's it's, it 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 takes all the tropes and stuff that you used to in superhero films and is like nah but if it really happened it'd be awful it's like what people when people say something is gritty it's like this is what you mean by gritty but like they don't mean it not not just aesthetically it's not yeah it's not just aesthetically gritty it's like aesthetically and sort of thematically gritty world it's yeah which i think there's a difference there right because you can have like a gritty aesthetic so like civil war is like this espionage oh not civil war sorry uh winter soldier is like this espionage film yeah it's quite hyper violent but it's not a gritty world it's just a gritty aesthetic well like batman like the yeah like they're gritty aesthetically but like 
he's a shiny boy with shiny toys, yeah, and, no he, and he wins the day. Like, there's no no one's except maybe the first, except maybe out. the first film. Yeah, like uh, Dark No, Batman Begins. Yeah, technically, Batman begins the yeah, that one. one that um, the one with Scarecrow. Yeah, um, like that's 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 thematically kind of gritty, kind of, kind of, kind of. But yeah, it's 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 that it's edging on that right where it's like it, it almost goes into that territory of being kind of that really grim, unpleasant kind of yeah. Judge Dread style, like just people getting their faces shot off and stuff. Yeah, but I, I think that and you know like Daredevil is kind of like that as well. But all of those instances of 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 that kind of grittiness, if we want to call it that, or that like realistic violence, is it it rebuilds and resupports the myth of the superhero, right? Like, at the end, Batman, he kind of wins, and it's fine. Yeah, and Daredevil's, like, like, insanely OP. Yeah, and he he's saves blind. the day. Yeah. And, like, it's a, it's a story about, like, salvation and redemption. Whereas, like, Logan is very much, here is all the tropes that you expect to see in a superhero film, and here's how they actually play out, and it's not good. Yeah, like, know? he, the there's so much in this initial fight scene that, like, they, they almost condense, they condense in other films what would take like 20 minutes like the whole build-up of like you know the initial uh confrontation and like the reveal of like strength or like the initial sort of like power hump that sort of superheroes get in like their origin stories you know like it's yeah. it's you know the first time wolverine pulls out his claws yeah, like they do that in this film but they it's it's just it's, it's just really not going well and he he immediately gets just the snot being out of him. He also like has one jammed immediately. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. Like it doesn't it doesn't go well. It's not it's not a uh, it's not a positive reveal. It's a it's you know as as an audience you're watching it and you're like you're like fuck yeah like Wolverine he like look at this badass he's pulling his claws out and then, and then you're just like oh. Yeah, oh he's he just got he just gets shot and they just start kicking the shit out of him. Like, oh, I mean, they, that's yeah. the thing, right? So, like, you know, the guy shoots, and then they just, they start beating the ever-living <clears throat> crap out of him. And it's not like- They just start kicking him. You know, in, in, in the script, and I'll just read an excerpt, because I did some screenshots when I was doing my research, and yeah. this is great. So, the fight scene starts, um, uh, and it's when um, Logan says, fuck. And then, in, in, the, in the screen direction- In the script itself, yeah. Yeah, it says, now might be a good time to talk about fights described in the next 100 pages or so. And he goes on to say, like, this isn't, like- City destroying, choreographed, gravity defying, CG fighting. Like, I people, think he what he describes it as a um. Well, he he says people will get hurt or killed <laughs> when shit falls on them. Um, they will die. Like, it's just this unpleasant film world where everything is painful. You know, if um, you'll discover Logan's about to get his ass kicked. But before we get to that, we should make sure his his abilities aren't, aren't what they were. And it goes through and actually like gives you the context you need to understand what this fight scene is going to be about. And in the film itself. All of that information is conveyed through the actual physical violence. Yeah. You know, th- there's no, like, Logan doesn't, you know, pull out his claws and go, now, listen, guys, I'm not what I used to be. You know, he just gets immediately jumped <laughs> on. Um, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't monologue to himself when the claw fails to come up and he's like, it's not like it used to be, like, in his dumb, gruff voice. He like has he, a minute to frown at it and then he gets, he gets immediately and he gets, hit. And he gets the shit beaten out of him. Yeah, right. it's great. And I think that, to me, is, like, what speaks to the the... And maybe it's not just the craft necessarily, but like the, the, the care it takes to create a scene that both reverses everything you know about this character, but also confirms a bunch of things at the same time as the first scene with very little dialogue and with no exposition, I think is so smart, right? So one of the things that I really enjoy is that it characterizes Logan as being a guy that cares about his limo because he needs the limo <laughs> to make money. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this isn't a superhero like hurting bad guys to like- 
to save, save the, the world. world. He's, He's just, just like, trying to save his fucking hubcaps. Yeah, but he doesn't jack. want them to get stripped. They're gonna strip yeah. him. And then the guy shoots his car, and he's like, "You fucking!" Can-? And then he well, goes off. That's that's my favorite part of the um of the fight scene is that there's there is a gimmick like like most I don't want to say most, but like cool fight scenes always have a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll pro- like we'll probably end up talking about f- like gimmicks in sort of other fight scenes we get to, but like you know you have like all classic sort of like. Um, no, classics the wrong way. All like really notable, well-known fight scenes always have some kind of gimmick. So mm-hmm. like the like Kill Bill Volume Two, the final fight, yep. they're in chairs. Like that's the fight gimmick. Yeah. Um, like ninety nine. Yeah, even in Kill Bill in the first it's one. Kill Bill the first one. The, yeah, the, 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 the ninety nine. Ninety nine or whatever. Crazy eighty eight. Crazy. <laughs> I know. Listen. Um, or in like Daredevil, just like the long shots, the or like yeah. yeah, or like John Wick, just the choreography and like sometimes the environment. Like this, this fight scene has a gimmick where he doesn't want he doesn't want like his car to get damaged. Like mm-hmm. that's that's the gimmick, and like he's he's like blocking. I think in the in the 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 stage directions, there's like an extra element of him defending his car that I don't think is in the scene. Yeah, they, at um, one point he steps in front of a gunshot. Well, so, so there's in the I, mean, in the I think in the in the screenplay there's like he stops like a dude swinging a bat he like catches the bat before it hits yeah he tries his best to keep him from the limo catches one guy's bat an inch before yeah i don't think he catches the bat in the actual film no. there's um, a lot of changes but in the he he, film. he does block a he blocks the shot but i think the shot he bl- i don't know i think they condense it but basically he's defending the car um right it's it's not about him doing a good thing no no he's just, like, he's just trying to defend his right. car um but the cool thing is, is that he fails. Like, it's not, like, him failing to achieve that is so, like, indicative indicative of the rest of the film. Where right. Whenever there's some kind of, like, climax or thing that he Type has to violence. achieve. It yeah, just it's, goes bad. Yeah, it never goes well. <laughs> yeah, people are losing arms and shit. Like, it's not, it's, it's not this superhero myth. And, you know, they even address it directly in the film, where you have... Logan with the comic books in that universe where he's like, this isn't how it happened. Yeah, where the X-Men comic books are in the X-Men yeah, universe. Which yeah. is really smart. Which is really I, odd. I think that speaks to the, the the desire of this film to basically be like, hey, like, and, you know, maybe this speaks to, like, a larger thing with superhero films. I'm not sure. It's, you know, this mythos is of comic book heroes and Marvel films and all that stuff. It's saying, like, what this film is trying to do, it feels like, is say, have we reached the limit of what we can do in that space? And should we still be doing these these films? And um, I think, you know... I'd like to point out that the script refers to it as a hyper-choreographied, gravity-defying, city-block-destroying CG fuckathon. I think that's the best... Fuckathon is Yeah, good. the CG fuckathon is what I was looking for. It's, it's probably the best description of what this film is not. Correct. <laughs> I mean, it's got CG in it, but it's not a, it's not a complete fuckathon. Well, yeah, because it's not like everybody's flipping about and doing yeah, this isn't this isn't Star Wars Episode 3. I've this been is... re-watching the Star Wars prequels for a project I'm working on, and... That's unfortunate. Is that the third video of Old Guys in Robes? No, it's okay. not. Um, and boy, I tell Old you Guys what, in Jackets? What Jesus, is, yeah, what I seri- think it's yeah. Men Without Faces and Jackets. Yeah, that one. the name of that series. Yeah. Um, no, it's not, but man, watching those in comparison to this, because I was watching those last night, just some of the basic stuff they get wrong in those Star Wars films is the exact reason why the Logan fight scenes have such impact, right? So, when someone gets hit, it looks like it hurts. You know, there's, there's a scene a particular, in this opening fight sequence where one of the guys just kind of pushes Logan. Like, it's not like a punch, like a jab. He just kind of shoves him, and Logan falls over and it looks like it hurts. Mm. Something as small and basic as that is, like, 
Yeah, momentum Cause, exists. Yeah, because that world. would hurt. Like, you, getting pushed over sucks. Like, I don't like getting pushed over. My mic was, like, not gained properly. Oh. You've, for the whole gonna, time. Well, because yeah. I didn't test it before because you tested it by screeching at it. You're going to have to mix that. I can, uh, I can have fun with that. probably do that. You, you'll be fine. I don't know. It was on zero. We'll see how we go. It was a good start to the year. Um, yeah. Very professional setup. But, yeah, so I, I, I guess, you know, you look at the differences between the script and the actual filming, and I think... The script does a better job of characterizing Logan discreetly. Like, it, it, it literally is like, this is where he is. You know, it's going to go bad. Um, he's protecting his car. Whereas the film leaves a lot more to interpretation. Because it's like about blocking and stage direction and the way he's moving. And sort of, you know, even the fact that he's drunk when he wakes up in his limo. That's not immediately clear in the film because you're not 100% sure that yeah, he's an alcoholic yet. Just kinda, yeah, you're just like, oh, it's just tired. He's asleep in his limo. He's just a groggy boy. And you're like, why is he in a limo? And all that stuff is yeah. like implied, you know, which is fine. I just think it's interesting that when you look at the differences, um, there's this kind of, there's an impetus for Logan in the film to defend the car because he wants to keep the car safe. Yeah. Whereas in the script, the impetus is like, there's like, there's like an implication that it's kind of a broader stroke scenario where it's like, there's something here you should have already known about and you're going to find it out in a minute. Don't worry. So I, I think the film does a better job of being like, hey, you know, well, we're going to get there. Don't worry. This is still early days. Like, think, even the opening credits played a different point. Than in the I think script. the film, just through the nature of having more elements than text, kind of um, just kind of presents the situation generally better. So obviously with a script, you don't have movement. You don't have like the blocking. Mm-hmm. Um, in yeah. the film, you're able to kind of immediately pick up on the fact that pick up on the fact that these people are like kind of jacking his car. Yeah, and you're like, okay, they're jacking his car. This is a world where carjackers still exist, and the Spanish helps. Yep, not true. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, it, it puts you in the it puts you in this situation where it's just like, oh, he's in a. It 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 almost it creates this dynamic where it's like that language barrier element there means that it's just like Logan's in a situation that's not that he's not entirely in control of. Yeah, and he's and, the only one who doesn't speak Spanish, yeah. and like he's not in control at any stage. Yeah, he, he doesn't pull his claws out, and you know, I was I, I make a comparison in my notes between this and the first scene in the X Men film with Logan in it, where he's like in a cage match, and he's in control the whole time. And what, he just, what first X-Men film uh, was The that? actual first X-Men Man, film. Man, I, I do not remember it. He's just, like, in a cage match in Canada somewhere, and he just, like, you he's know, he's fighting this guy, and the guy punches him and, like, breaks his wrist because he punches adamantium, and then yeah. Logan, I think Logan, Logan headbutts like, him. <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, this kind of, yeah. like, it's this funny but, like, nonsense thing, and then a guy comes up to him with a shotgun, and Logan chops the barrel off with his claws. And it's, like, a fun... Oh, yeah, that, that fucking scene. <laughs> yeah, I can't think... I think that's from the first X-Men. Oh, uh, yeah, I think it but is. But you contrast that with this scene where it's 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 painting in broad strokes about the place that Logan's in in his life. In that film, he's, like, at the prime... He's in his peak. You know, he's, like, this cocky guy. He's yeah. angry. Whereas this, it's just, like, this guy who is really on the ropes, and j- he just is... A sh- he's in a shitty place, <laughs> and he looks terrible, and, like, something's gone wrong, he's not moving properly, and even, you know, the, the, the way that the camera is used, um, there's a particular shot where... Uh, he gets he gets knocked down to the ground and they're holding him down and the guy pulls out a gun and puts it to Logan's head. Yeah. And it's framed really well because you see him... So you, you sort of follow the perspective of the guy for half a second where he knocks Logan down and then you keep pulling back and the shotgun goes down to his head. And it's this real moment where, like, Logan loses his mind. That's yeah. in, in the filmmaking. That's when he go he kind of rages out, you know, and he starts chopping dude's arms off and shit. But that, yeah, at that point, he's already got the claws out. 
right he's, he's just kind of yeah he's he's gotten the claws out and just kind of been beaten got the shit. shit kicked out of him and that's when like it gets real do you th- <laughs> do you think that because i've I heard some people say that you know the the core thing where he has trouble with them that that's kind of a like a tropey shorthand for being like yeah he's in a bad place is is that something that you felt in that first scene when you first saw it or do you think that's like a retrospective criticism that people have had like a like as a trope well, not even as a trope, but just like, you know, it's a lazy shorthand for saying that he's got problems for his claw not to come out. Yeah, but what's the alternative? Yeah, well, the alternative <laughs> is just that he's drunk in the back of a limo, which we already had. The alternative is him, is him like, I, I think it's fine. I think they, they don't draw too much attention to it. It's it's better like, oh, it's I don't know. It, I think it's better than like alternatives. Because there's, there's weird stuff in all of the X-Men films with his claws. Like, that one scene in, I think, the first X-Men where he, pull, where he flips the bird with his middle claw. Which suggests that he has Which suggests that autonomous he has, yeah, control. That, that, like, that bugs me from, like, a, like a Wolverine perspective. Because it's like, does he have control? I think that's been, like, retconned. Well, I think yeah, they kind of scrubbed over that. But, like... Well, it's weird as, because like as a storytelling device they use his claws a lot in all of the films i don't think it's bad shorthand because it it gets the point of claw across reasonably well mm-hmm. i mean the yeah the alternative is him like like i don't know saying something having a like he has a yeah limp. but he, he's kind of but he could like he, i mean i guess the other shorthand is like what he has like he says something or he's like al- i'm I not mean, what i used to be if his claws just come out fine it it goes back to the problem where it's setting up like yeah, it's, it's this setting is up a successful fight scene yeah. ahead and i mean there is the argument to me man it's just like oh his claws come out fine but then he gets the snot beaten out of him but then you're like i don't think it's a problem no i neither do like, i it is I retrospective was... people just being like it's yeah. lazy it's no, like it's not it's... really lazy but i you know everything is lazy story... would be him saying something yeah like everything a, a good example of really lazy shorthand is um in the dark knight rises when Batman comes back to the city and there's that, like, fight between the cops and the criminals on the steps of the courthouse. And Batman walks up to Bane and Bane is like, I see you've come back to die with your city. Or he's got some line like that. And instead of going silent and punching him in the fucking fucking mouth, Batman goes, no, I've come back to stop you. And it's like, no, you, it's fine. We know. <laughs> we just followed you come back into the city and make a plan to stop him you don't need to yeah. tell us would have been the same if logan had got out of the limo and been like listen don't do this because i'm not the man i used to be you, it yeah would feel, exactly. it would feel yeah. really like eh, kind of gross and lazy whereas i think that shorthand like that you have to do it all the time you know like uh someone with a gun pointing it to a lady in cinema is for some reason shorthand is like they're a bad person like that's a there's lots of shorthand that we have in cinema like the hostage situation yeah, yeah. that stuff is like useful because it means that you don't the, have the to the muggle with the the cap the beanie yeah exactly or like the, the ballet club yeah that stuff lets you know that the context of what's happening without having to explain it to you so i think that this scene in particular leverages a lot of that stuff in such a nuanced way that i'm like every time i watch it i'm like oh man they did a really fucking good job because you think about you know you you you've written in a notes like about the shot when he get when logan gets shot it's not graphic at all yeah, so that's more of a, um, just, like, a whole movie thing. Like, that, like, I vividly remember, like, being in the cinema when we watched this film. And, like, when it's, like, here it got an MA15 plus rating. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know in the States it got an R rating. Um, yeah. It's just slight differences in ratings here. Like, we yeah. generally don't give out R ratings unless it, like, it fucking needs it. Yeah. Um, it was, I think Deadpool was R, wasn't it? No, it was MA15. Okay. I, wow. How do you get an R rating in Australia? Oh, uh, you have to be, like the like you have to have more sex 
to get uh, okay but, sure yeah we don't really give our ratings For, like, to like pure violent but we do in violence. video games we do in video games well mm, again it depends interesting um sorry i completely derailed anyway. you you're talking about the gunshot because like <laughs> go with the dragon tattoo on the r rating here okay no that makes sense um yep i think don't quote me on any of this yeah anyway um yeah the r rating essentially but leah like the film starts off and he gets shot and Mm -hmm. like it's not particularly graphic because he just kind of takes a shotgun blast and there's there's blood on his his chest chest. like whatever it's like a bond film like okay he's just yeah he just gets knocked over yeah um and he gets up you're like okay cool um and yeah, the f- the first time he like connects with a slash, and there's just like oh. a splash of blood. That's the moment where you're like, oh, they're actually like and doing because that proper- dude loses an arm when that happens. I think I think it's the f- it's the shotgun <laughs> sequence. So I it's I think it's the guy with the sword off who gets his arm cut off in the film. Hello, and he loses it. I don't think I don't know. I can't remember, but I think that. Someone I, I think loses it's, an arm, sure. Yeah, but you're totally right. Like that, that, that difference between your typical like Bond expectation of you get shot with a gun, you spin you around, you fall, fall over, over, yeah, and then you contrast that immediately with oh, now someone's getting their head cut off. Well, the yeah, the the scene that like the the one moment where I, I v- vividly remember and like I'm pretty sure everyone in the cinema was like oh, was the 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 part where. Wolverine just kind of uppercuts a dude's face. Oh yeah, and it just I do remember you, that, and it just. Goes you through see the, the whole thing. It just and it's just like, oh, okay. Oh, this is a because <laughs> it's like world. sure someone losing an arm. It's like yeah, whatever. Like MA fifteen plus. Yeah. Um, and then shink. It's oh, like okay, it's very oh. unpleasant. <laughs> but I, I think that's a difference, right? Because if we're talking about if we were talking before about like demythologizing the whole superhero trope stuff, where it's mm. like, well, what's more superhero than you know getting shot with a shotgun and just getting back up? Like this is the opposite of that. It's get shot with a shotgun. Cut lie an arm on the off and then yeah, shove, cut, shove blades up someone's it's face. It's awful. It's and, horrendous. <laughs> yeah, and it's like that to me speaks to a level of when you're talking about well, you know, what value does superhero films have in culture at this point? Because you know we've seen them all. We've seen you know Captain America do twenty five things. We've seen Robert Downey Jr. quip till he runs out of breath. Like we've seen all <laughs> these things in cinema, and then you look at Logan. You know. The question of you why see him was just it... like punch shanking a dude multiple oh, times. It's like a chest. move from Assassin's Creed or something. Like yeah, well, it's like straight out of like I don't know. Like I can't I can't think of any other film that has like the same level of just like graphic. Well, I but I, I I think other films that are that graphic don't they I, other films that are that graphic tend to not dramatize, but they tend to romanticize the graphicness of it. So you look at something like Ninja, which is a film about. Uh, a, a guy who's like a super ninja just cutting dudes and shit. Or and Kill then, Bill. Yeah, or Kill Bill, where it's like, well, Kill Bill's a <laughs> bit different any Tarantino because... Tarantino film, really. Kill Bill's a bit different because Tarantino falls into, like, his own little category, I think. I'm right. talking about filmmaking as, like, a whole okay, yeah. industry, right? Where it's, like, typically, if it's hyper-violent, it's to... It's for a... It's a, like, sucker it's punch. It's an impact. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that dude got his head ripped off. Whereas Logan, it's, like, to be like, hey, come on, this isn't great, is it? This is not yeah. going well. If this actually happened, it'd be real bad. Yeah, they don't, they don't slow-mo on any of the deaths. The only ones that are slow-mo, and they're not even slow-mo, is, when, is that hallway sequence where everyone else is frozen and Logan goes through and painfully kills a bunch of people. Um, oh, yeah. It's when Patrick Stewart's having his oh. episode. And it's just yeah, that awful. Scene. Yeah, no, that's also horrendous. And, and because um. in, in, in a video game, if you freeze time and you kill people, it's like a cool action sequence. Yeah. And I think they were- In this one, he's just like- that up. He's just putting And you just have to watch and the whole thing unfold. Yeah, and they don't horrendous. cut, and it, you just go- yeah. And that to me is like what the whole point I of actu- that. I actually hate that scene. It's so unpleasant. Yeah, but, but, I, like, but I don't right? hate it from a like a 
I just yeah, I fucking yeah, hate that whole, scene. That's the whole point of like <laughs> I, I think that's what this film does brilliantly. And you can't do that if you don't have literally the first thing you see. But yeah, you is, can't you can't do that slow mo scene unless you have the opening scene because mm. that would be like that would be the uh like f- f- for like a comparison. I had to walk out of Prometheus during the because of the abortion scene. Because of the abortion scene, I I, fu- I I walked out. I was like mm. I was like, what mm. the fuck is this? Yeah, like I was like I you know I like Alien. Like I think but the I like Alien. Like you know the the worst scene in Alien, the chestburster scene. But it is I love that. I think it's just like incredible. I think right it's filmed level. really well. I think it it's dramatic. It's 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 creepy and it's bloody, but like it's good. And, like, I like the thing because, like, it's also the same kind of, like, creepy. I think partly because um, it's, like, practical. But, like, yeah, that, like, Prometheus goes from, like, nothing to just all of a sudden someone's getting, like, laser, laser surgery. And I'm like, I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. It, like, I walked out for, like, two minutes. That's and fair. It's, I was like, nah, It's me. a hard one to watch. And it's, like, you, it's, I feel like the same thing would have happened if you weren't sort of primed yeah you like you didn't have the preface of like people are gonna get blades in their face like i I think just getting like because no one's gonna leave a film in the first minute like you 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 know you sit past the opening scene if it's garbage you're also immediately like after that you're ready like the first time (laughs) that i mean the only thing that really like there's a few things that lara does is it is is that he's saying it is it laura or lara the my girl logan's no logan (laughs) logan's daughter is it lara Uh, or laura I think, I, it's Laura. I, think I think it's Laura. I think it's Laura with an O, maybe. Doesn't matter. But she there's a few things that she does with her claws that I am still not okay with. She oh, stabs right. a guy in the dick at one point, and I'm like, ah no. Nah. She shanks a guy in the foot, and I think that's the cringiest <sighs> thing, because it's just like you just nailed a dude to the floor. Actually, when she brings out her shoe knife, like her feet oh, no, blade, yeah, and it kicks a guy in the face. It kicks a dude in the face. I'm yeah, like, oh, okay. okay. They didn't even show it, and that's cringy. Hey, just, it's a lot I think they were like, mm, yeah, we have a we have, we have We've a hit limit. a limit. <laughs> but like but like you're you're ready for that because that opening sequence says everything that the screenplay does, right? Like the screenplay like editorializes Literally and is says, like yeah. now might be a good time to talk about fights described in next and what, what like that is what the it, yeah. actual fight scene does with the audience. It says, Hey listen, now's a good time to let you know what this film is about. Yeah, it's almost as if the film like that 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 opening scene just doesn't exist and it's there's it's just, sitting down talking or it does you. exist, but there's subliminal messaging of like in the background where someone's going just like the fight scenes in this film are kind of fucked it's, up. It's Manigold, like, reaching out and being like, hey, listen, <laughs> this is what's going to happen. I hope you're ready. Mm. And that that's, like, what your opening sequence should do, right? Like, if you think of every story that's really good, the opening sequence is like, hey, this is what it's about. Hope that's okay. Yeah, and it, and it has to be hook, and it hooks you in because you go... Oh man, Logan's in a bad way. Why is he driving a li- Why is he driving a limousine? What happened to his claws? Why is his healing factor fucked? Yeah, and, and you you get hooked because you know what it's about and you have your questions immediately. You know, it's same thing with like Baby Driver. We have this kid who's listening to music in a car during a getaway chase, and then he's driving along to the music. You're like, what the fuck yeah. is this happening? Why is this film? Yeah, that's what the film's about. Same thing with Logan, where it's like there's a busted ass old man trying to just survive. It's in, it's thinking about like opening scenes the kind of reminded me of the the difference between guardians one and guardians two's Mm -hmm. opening like openings like they're the same film like they are the same film but their openings are so different right like guardians one is it's just Starboy. it's peter quill dancing about yeah and like there's there's less action but there's more i'd say there's more character development and character actually let's be honest um in the opening of Guardians 1. Guardians 2 is kind of just like, let's remake the Guardians 1 opening, but everyone's here. I disagree only because I think 
that the whole point of the Guardians 2 opening is to demonstrate that each of the characters has a parenting role for baby Groot, because the, the whole film, film is about the- parenting. Uh, okay, yeah. The whole film is say, about the film's parents. not about baby group, but it is about parents. Yeah, and it's it's demonstrating that there's a complex relationship and dynamic between. And so what the first film was about? The first film was about Peter Quill finding his place in the galaxy, <laughs> right? Yeah, and it turns out that he has to save the galaxy because he has no place in it. Well, he saves the galaxy by yeah. dancing, which he which he does. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. Whereas, okay. and then yeah, so, yeah, I, I'm satisfied with that. So okay. I've, I've I've backed you off the ledge. You have <laughs> trying to slander one of my favorite films of all time. I cry every time I watch Guardians too. Man, oh man. I haven't rewatched it yet, but um, when you do, bring a fucking as a side note. Laura is preparing. I know. I've got the. We looked at it this morning. We have the list. Yeah. Yeah. We, we things are happening. Oh, what's happening on the? Oh. Oh, we had this before. What is it? It's like a weird. I don't know what that was. I think your computer has a virus. Oh, great. Um, continuing. Um, <laughs> good. A classic professional first mm. episode for 2018. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, well, we'll talk about that at the end, because we're nearly at the end of the episode. But, yeah, no, so so I think that, the I guess the point that we've ultimately come to is when you look at this fight scene in particular, because it's A, the first sequence in the film, it's the first, first thing, thing you see, yeah. but also B, like, indicative and representative of what the tone of the whole film's fight scenes are. It's kind of the equivalent of, like, the first time you see Daredevil punch someone, and it looks unpleasant. Like, <laughs> like it's just like, there's a few sequences in that first episode of Daredevil where you're just like, oh, I know what I'm watching now. You know, he, he yeah. beats a dude up and the dude just gets up and you're like, oh, okay. And there's blood and there's snot. And it's yeah, just the opening the opening fight scene is like the op- like the first episode of a really good like Netflix show. Yeah, and you're like, oh, dog. It's like, hell yeah. And then you've got like, you know, an, one hour left. Right, like it's an exactly hour and a half it. left. Yeah. yeah. And then if, if, you're, if you've made a good show, then that's all like, it, it's representative. Uh, yeah. Um, and, you know, we talked before about like some bad examples of that, but I, I think one of the worst is... Uh, the third Star Wars film, Revenge of the Sith, where you have this amazing, beautiful opening sequence with, you know, these fighters in space and they go and they fight Grievous and it's this awesome and then they land the thing. Yeah. And the rest of the film has literally nothing to do with that and in no way it resembles it. Yeah. And that's just basic, like, they set you up to, they're trying to tell you what it's about and then it isn't about that. Whereas I think this sequence is like a perfect example of how you can actually make fight scenes do a lot of hard storytelling for you without having any dialogue. Logan, pretty much the whole sequence just swears. Like, he has no real dialogue. He literally says, he has, like... He's like, don't fuck up. He has three lines of dialogue in the opening scenes. One of them is where he's talking about you're going to strip the chrome plating. And then the next two lines are fuck and motherfucker. Yeah, because you don't need anything else, because the rest no. of the storytelling is done through what's actually happening. Yeah. And that's a classic example of, like, show, don't tell. Mm. Yeah. And if you if we, you know, as we will, as we go through this month and we talk about fight scenes, the it's best all ones. all about. It's all yeah. about showing. It's not like a Dragon Ball Z thing where they stand around and, and scream kind of at each other expose three each episodes, other. Yeah. All, yeah. Oh, he's gone to level three. Well, I'm at level four. It's not that. It's like, let's see how this plays out. Yeah. And, you know, even this sequence ends the way that comic book sequences do, where Logan gets all the bad guys on the ground, except in this, they're dead and missing limbs, and he's in a bad way. And a few of them get away as well. And a few of them get like, away. He doesn't, he, doesn't even, he doesn't even succeed. He just fails. Like, a, what is this? Yeah, like, he just what doesn't is fail the, too badly. Yeah, like, what's the success state for this? It's like, I guess the car's not ding, but, but it like, is failed dinged. that. It is. Yeah, so there's, he doesn't win. Yeah, and that's such a powerful message to send at the start of a film that's about the demythologization. He's, he's of surrounded films. by dead bodies, and he didn't win. Yeah, I think I, is that says it all. That's that's Logan in a nutshell. Yeah. Um. But as always, it's that time of the week, Ben. Have you got any recommendations? What have you been checking uh, out? You're still on the Doctor Who binge. Oh, we we are up to. Ah, I haven't up. It's been a while because it's been like what, like three weeks. It's been three weeks since we've done this I, podcast. I yeah. think. 
like last time we we were like we had started tenant mm-hmm. we're like halfway through matt smith now. oh wow okay <laughs> we have we're up to the we've we're like four episodes into matt smith's second season so you're up deep to, in it, huh? we're up to season six five cool. yeah uh, so there's his, Eccleston, starts, there's three tenants. Yeah, so Smith starts five. Yeah, we're, up to, we're up to season six. Oh, wow. Yeah, so getting into the bad stuff. Yeah. It's getting, on, up, it's getting on thin we're, ice. We're huh? up to the season where they the intro has a dumb thing tacked onto the start where Amy explains <laughs> the situation, and I hate it. It's for the American audience? Yeah, no, I, it's... it's, it's look, I'm having... Pro- I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, getting to oh, Capaldi, because that's... I have no reference of Capaldi. So- Anyway, it's guess, not important. And I guess new new showrunner with a new doctor. So yeah, knows, and also good. like she seems really cool. She has like one line in the end of the I, thing, and I've, it's so I've, good. I haven't seen the Christmas special yet. It's so good. That, she so. looks really cool. Yeah. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm so excited. excited. Um, no. Uh, Apart from that, I bought an Oculus Rift. Yeah, you got an Oculus Rift. <laughs> Fucking with that, you're onto it. Um, um, yeah. Season three of Love Sick is out. If you haven't seen that, it's an amazing show on Netflix. Um, Season two of Easy is out as well, which is also on Netflix. There's all stuff that's come out since we've done this show. Yeah. Um, Netflix is going ham with, yeah. with adding stuff. Uh, Bright, I think you should watch, even though the critics though hate it's it. Garbage, it's yeah. fine. It's I've fun. Watched, yeah. I've been meaning to watch it. Stick been, with it. It's really fun. The critics are just really unnecessary. I watched a film called Happy Hunting. Yeah. I don't recommend it. Okay. But it's it's like a... It's a very... Ch- it's like a... I don't know if if you if you want to watch a film like The Purge, but you hate The Purge. Good Happy choice. Hunting is like a decent I compromise. Might have to check it out. Of like sort of psycho weirdos. That sounds pretty good. Killing and I'm I'm into it's that. It's good. It's just a good popcorn flick. Uh, speaking of psycho killing and people hunting each other, um, uh, we've got something coming up in the middle of March that will extend to the end of April. It's not even re- whatever. It wasn't a segue. I was just telling no. you. I noticed. Um, <laughs> So if you're a Patreon uh, and you donate more than $3, you'll get an update next week that explains how that works. So if you subscribe more than $3... Is, is everyone getting it? Uh, yes, it's to do with uh, Marvel. Cert- and A certain film that's coming out. And a certain list of films that we have to I watch. Think, I think like, like halfway through last year I made the suggestion and you said no, but I've just kind of been powering through yeah you just keep reminding me and then we were drinking the other night and you were like it'll be great i was like yeah we'll do it It, it, and i nodded i was like it only takes two months if you do one a week (sighs) yeah so we're gonna do it's it's it to 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 explain what is a very complicated process we're gonna be watching every marvel universe film in In order across i think six weeks yeah in the lead up to infinity Infinity and we'll we'll be doing a podcast at the end of every weekend with what we've watched that will go just, up on the Patreon feed. Because I think I think the impetus was, for this was, I think sometime last year, I was like, we have to watch all of them and then rate them. But I think yes. that's a bit crazy, because there are all- Then like, we'll have, like, a weird show on board of wires yeah. We're still going to, like, probably prefer some of them over the there's others. There's 17. There's, there's 17. There's not 14, there's 17, I think. 16 Ooh. to 17, including Black Panther. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, Black Panther, that's another one. But, yeah, so if you're a Patreon uh, Shit, that, and you- that's way close. I know. If you, su- yeah, if you subscribe for more than $3 a month, you'll get access to Open to Suggestion, our Patreon-only show. Uh, Interface Chapter 5 is up. Oh, boy. Currently, and it's a wild one. It's the first one with Nazis. It blew my mind. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, um, that's, the, that's the good one. Yeah, it's, uh, if, if you don't know what that show's about, last week- Oh, sorry, not last week, the week before- uh, before New Year, we posted a, a special sneak peek preview on this feed. So, it's the episode before this. Uh, so, you can listen to that, hear what Interface is. 
And if you like it, you know, it's just a, become a $3 plus subscriber. It's a spooky time. Uh, we'd love to have you and any support we always appreciate. And we view it as a subscription service. So there's there's all, all kinds of good behind the scenes stuff going up. I just explained how I make video essays. What's David dab? Gave away my secrets. You can see me dabbing. It's a whole very good time. <laughs> it's just a grand old fun Yeah. Time. Um, so, yeah, if, if you want to jump on board for 2018, we'd love to have you. We've got some awesome stuff cooking. Um, and, yeah, uh, this is the fight uh, the fight scene month. So if you have any ideas for fight it's, scenes, it's fight scene January. <laughs> where can people tell us their ideas for great fight scenes, Ben? Where could they? Uh, where, where could they do that? What kind Twitter? of medium? Uh, yeah, on Twitter we're at DCM underscore works. Facebook. Uh, DCM works social. YouTube. YouTube dot com slash DCM works. Patreon, I think. Yes, we've I've mentioned that five times this episode, but Patreon dot com <laughs> slash DCM works. <laughs> Uh, and the best place if you want to chat to us is probably us directly is on Twitter. Twitter. And then to each other is probably on Patreon because we have a community tab there. We can talk Twitter. to each other. But also Twitter if you feel like we, it. We, get, we just get chains going. We There's get a lot just, of people tweeting at each other. It's a good Twitter. time. Um, it's, it's just, it's horrific. Yeah, make sure you get, follow us. Every now and then I'll just wake up with 12, 12 notifications. Yeah. You're like, okay. <laughs> um, but if you want to follow me, uh, I'll follow us individually. I'm at DC on my hip pie. That <laughs> literal citrus. I'll see you guys next good week. Segue. Was a good segue out of this episode. Yeah, thanks, man. I Happy 2018, everybody. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a big year. Or not. Who could say? It was probably a song that reminded me of it. Or I'd done an Arnold's What's a Nigger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as It makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I, I had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling.